Well, the Ducks didn't make the playoffs. The Goals didn't make the playoffs. Not even the Oilers made the playoffs. But what about juniors? What about those kids? Well, as I always say, let the kids play. We'll talk about all the kids on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let the kids play. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade, been covering the American Hockey League for about that long. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. And this podcast is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. All right. So this is going to be a kind of special podcast because I'm going to talk all about juniors. I do plan to talk about the kids a little bit more later on in the week with John Broadbent from Defend the Nest. But I want to focus not on the goals, but I want to focus on the action going on right now. Juniors hockey all across the CHL. The Ducks have a plethora of players that are playing right now. And some of those players are going to play deep into May. And I'm going to call this right now. I believe that we are going to see at least, at least... Two Ducks prospects playing for the Memorial Cup this year. Yeah. Last year, it was all about Mason McTavish. He was really the one Ducks prospect that we were all looking out for. He did win the OHL championship and made it to the Memorial Cup. This year, I think there's going to be multiple. It could be even three or four. Who knows? Well, maybe not four. But I could easily, easily see at least two in the in the Memorial Cup. So without much further ado, let's start let's start in the West Coast because one actually you know what? No. Yeah, let's start with the West Coast. <laughs> I debated where I wanted to begin and I want to start with the Western Hockey League. I thought about saving the best for last, but this is a case where I have to put my best foot forward. Because right now, the Anaheim Ducks have a couple of prospects that are still playing in the WHL. And I truly think, truly think, that we're going to see a pretty long run for one of them in particular. So let's start with who's still in it. Right now, we've got, you know, we've got Red Deer. They're still in it. There's a certain prospect in Red Deer right now that is doing pretty good. Benjamin King. Not Ben E. King, but Ben King. So let me rewind a little bit. The Red Deer Rebels, they won their first round against the Calgary Hitmen. Now you might be asking, Calgary Hitmen, that sounds familiar if you're a Ducks fan. Well, yeah, because that was the junior team where Ryan Getzloff played. And there was some duck-on-duck crime in that round one series between Sean Chagall and Ben King. And Ben King's Red Red Deer Rebels 
got the best of Shigel and the Hitman. And this was a series that had, had some pretty good games, to be honest. Including that game winner in overtime. Ooh. Red Deer wound up winning the series four games to one. That final game was six to five in overtime. And this was just Ben King doing his thing. He got the overtime game winning goal against his brethren. And this was a dramatic goal too because this was just in overtime a few minutes in. And as as I watched the crime taking place, I thought to myself, geez, Portugal, because he looked pretty decent in this series, but so did Ben King. And really, it was Ben King just in this particular game to get the rebound, to get the game winning goal. And everybody went effing crazy on that goal. Love the rebound. Love just the compete level from Ben King. You know, he had that rebound from a shot from the point and whew, just craziness. And this was in front of his home team as well. Love to see that compete level. And that was a game that I thought he kind of took over because Ben King had already gotten three points on this game. Three apples, two of them on the primary, on the power play, and the secondary assist on the game tying goal. Yeah, Calgary was winning 5-3. to three. Then Red Deer rattled off two goals, one with about five minutes left, and one with not a lot of time left in the third. That saved their butts. So give credit to Ben King for getting an important assist to tie the game and the big goal to win it. Something that I really praise Ben King for is he does not give up on plays. Something that I talked about as far as Ben King, maybe even last year was that he's still a high IQ player, which the ducks really need. And I mentioned this on the draft profile last year, good IQ, good smarts, um, skating is good. Hands are good. And it's only gotten better as this junior's season has gone on. So once again, Ben King looking really good in the WHL. He proved himself in that series. Now, as we speak right now, Red Deer is winning their series against the Saskatoon Blades. As of this recording, it's a 2-1 to series lead. Could be 3 nothing because Red Deer Red Deer has another home game, so it might wind up being 3-1. to Red Deer could win this series, and they would face either the Winnipeg Ice or Moose Jaw. Yeah, Moose Jaw still in it. The Warriors, they look okay. The Ice, they look okay. But in the West, it might be at this point Red Deer's to lose. So we'll see how that series go. But... Ooh, the team I want to talk about. Kamloops. Yeah, the Kamloops Blazers, who had that massive trade a couple of months ago. A huge trade. Ten picks for Olin Zellweger. 
And what has Zellweger done in this playoff? So, not not much. You know, he's he's done okay. He only, you know, almost led the league in a ton of categories. He's only got four goals and ten assists in seven games for Kamloops for 14 points. Yeah, that's all he's doing. Oh, how's he doing other... Oh, yeah, he also had a game to remember to win a series. So, like Ben King, who had a monster game to win a series, Olin Zellweger... Well, yeah, he did the same thing. Olin Zellweger, game four against Vancouver. This was a coming out party for Olin Zellweger if he didn't have one already because this was taking place at the Vancouver Giants. He put on a damn show. He got a goal late in the third. This one was a nifty goal too. As Kamloops was, you know, tied... 3-3, Three to three, in comes Zellweger to get a rebound and get a nifty, just a little backhanded shot to put him up four to three. Woo! Just like a nice flip up above the shoulder, and that was nice. The overtime goal, good presence of mind from Olin Zellweger to just slap it from the point. It deflected off of a Vancouver player, and that is not only your game-winning goal. That is your series-winning goal. So Ben King, series-winning goal. Olin Zellweger, series-winning goal. Kamloops wound up sweeping, sweeping Vancouver, and they're on their way to sweeping the Portland Winterhawks. As of this recording, it is 2-0 Kamloops, about to be 3 nothing. Yeah, this series is not even close. I would not be surprised if Kamloops sweeps that series as well. So we could wind up having Kamloops versus Red Deer in the final. But there is one team that we've got to watch out for. The Seattle Thunderbirds. Hmm. The Seattle Thunderbirds. Now, okay, why does that sound familiar? Yeah, we've seen some former players on Seattle. Namely, well, I mean, no, they've just had like so many former Ducks players. But they have so far dominated. They're up 3-0 in their series against Prince George. They're going to sweep that series. So it's going to come down to Seattle versus Kamloops. If Olin Zellweger can put on a great performance and beat Seattle then I think they would be the favorite, the absolute favorite, to win the WHL championship this season. And that would put Olin Zellweger in the Memorial Cup. So there you go. All right, there's your quick look at the WHL and a couple of my favorite prospects. See, I want us off on the right foot, and there you go. All right, we're going to head to the first intermission and talk about, I think we'll talk about the Ontario Hockey League next. And we'll finish off with the Quebec League for last. So stay locked in. But first, I want to talk to you guys about the Game Time app. I've used it several times to get Anaheim Angels tickets for a dollar. With fees, it's like $5. It's super cheap. And they have some of the best last-minute tickets around, including their flash sales. They have a best price guarantee 
and you know you can stop stressing over tickets and getting you know like just you can get hyped for all the fun you're gonna have especially if you get like a five dollar ticket to see Shohei Otani pitch that's exciting right and game time is the place for last minute ticket deals it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason so snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the app create an account and use code locked on nhl for twenty dollars off your first purchase that's right 20 bucks off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code locked on nhl for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to continue talking about the kids. So once again, I got to start off by saying, let the kids play. Ben King, he could make the goals next season. Olin Zellweger, I think he has a legit shot to make the Ducks next season. Even if he doesn't, hey, he could spend one more. Actually, no, he can't. He could play for the goals, but honestly, I think Zellweger could be an Anaheim Duck next season. He's proved that he's ready for the big show. We'll see what happens. But let's go to the Ontario Hockey League. And there's definitely a prospect there that I am extremely high on. Partially for personal reasons here. But, you know, there's two prospects that are still in it right now. One of which has done okay. One of which has, you know, I don't want to say dominated, but he has done well. Who is that, you ask? Well, that would be none other. I'm going to start off with the good one. Sasha Pastujov. That is right. Sasha Pastujov is currently in juniors with the Sarnia Sting. Sasha had a little bit of fun at the rookie camp last year. Um, you know, just kind of getting a little bit personal. Uh, one of my friends, their parents, um, know the Pastujov family. You know, they got to say hi to Sasha at the Ducks rookie camp and got to say hi to Nick Pastujov when he was down with his first game with the Firebirds. And Nick Pastujov is still down here with the Firebirds. But wouldn't it be nifty? Wouldn't it be something if Nick Pastujov is still around with the Firebirds and Sasha Pasujov is with the San Diego Goals. How awesome would that be? Brother against brother. Do I think Sasha is good enough for the Ducks? I would say maybe. I think he could get a legit shot to make the Ducks roster. There is still a couple of very small things that I'm concerned about. Namely his skating. Sasha's skating has improved. It has gotten better. He still has those filthy effing mitts. Oh, also, I should point out another game. I don't want to say game winning, but game saving goal from Pasujov. He got the opening goal in their game six against the Guelph Storm. Sasha scored the first goal. He scored the third goal. And he also had a nice tic-tac-toe assist to Ty Voigt. Just tic-tac-toe. Bang, bang, bang. Loved it. Uh, 
the game tying goal from Sasha Pastujov was a thing of beauty. And again, I've talked about just the nice, nice mitts. One of those goals came on the backhand, and that's something that you absolutely love to see if you're a Ducks fan. Another one came off of a bad turnover where Sarnia kind of somehow held it in. It looked like it was offsides at the time, but you know what? A goal is a goal, and Sasha took full advantage. You love to see it. But the one that led him to overtime, Guelph was up 3-2. to two. Sarnia was down in the third period, and if that score had held, then it would have been a game seven. But no, Pasujov, a juicy rebound, got it in the high slot, scored that goal to tie the game. Now, overtime, Nolan Burke scored the game winner, so Sasha Pasujov did not score a game-winning goal or a series-winning goal, but he at least tied the game in the third to send it to overtime. In that game, Sasha was clutch. Two goals, one assist. Just like Olin Zellweger was clutch, Pasta was clutch for the Sting. So where are they? Well, first off, Sasha in this playoff so far has looked pretty decent. Four goals, six assists, ten points. So not quite the amount of points that Zellweger has, but Pasta is still looking pretty good. And he is still providing some quality scoring, especially you know when there's a strong forecheck. And that's something that he's good at is the forecheck. So watch for that in the future. I think he has a shot. He has a shot at the Ducks, but could wind up being a top guy for the San Diego Goals next season. Now, Sasha does turn 20 this summer, so this is his last season in juniors. Can he make the Ducks? We'll see. As far as the playoffs are concerned, Sarnia beat the Storm in six games. They are currently beating the Saginaw Spirit... Three games to none. That's as of right now. They're probably going to sweep. So Sarnia is going to say sayonara to Saginaw. And they will face off against either the London Knights or the Kitchener Rangers. Who had the biggest upset in in Ontario Hockey League history. Kitchener was the 8th seed. And not only defeated, they swept the Windsor Spitfires. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And unfortunately, a little bit of a video hiccup. I don't know if you've noticed on the video side, but the video kind of cut off all of a sudden and everything just kind of went haywire. So what I'm going to do is record the final segment just as audio only. So all you're going to hear is audio. As far as the next episode, that makes things a little complicated because next episode I have planned was to talk about former Ducks in the playoffs. I may have to make that an audio only or try to at least have a video intro. That's about it. But we'll see how it goes. And then finally, we have our goals podcast. 
And finally, we're going to have a mailbag to close out the week, which might end up going into the weekend because I will be gone literally all day Friday. So if you want to drop me an email for mailbag podcast, you can email me at lockedonanaheimducks at gmail.com. All right. So there was one other guy that I wanted to talk to. Actually, I wanted to talk about like four or five other guys. But there is one in particular that I kind of want to talk about a little bit more than others, just because he has looked rather impressive. And while the Ducks do have a lot of good prospects in the system right now across all three leagues, WHL, I'll talk about OHL, but we haven't really talked a whole lot about the Quebec Major Junior League, to be honest. And one of the guys that I feel like I personally want to talk about is Tristan Luno. Now, Luno has looked good, and so has Noah Warren, to be honest. Like, Noah Warren, I thought, has looked solid. He was rightfully that top second-round pick. He's looked good. But I think the one guy that has looked better to me just overall, even though he was the higher draft pick, has been Tristan Luno. So far in these playoffs, he's got 13 points, 2 goals, 11 assists, and this with the Gatineau Olympiques. And as of right now, it looks like he's going to go far in this playoff. In fact, I still think that right now Gatineau is really set to make some damage against whoever they play. So far, you have Sherbrooke. They're in the next round. The Quebec Rempart. They're in the next round as well. Uh, By the way, uh, the Sherbrooke Phoenix, they have another prospect that is also quite good. And, you know, like, there's there's a lot of good prospects from the Ducks. I'll just put out there right now. And it's hard to go through all of them. Um, Gauthier is definitely one of those. But Luno... I think could be one of those great defensemen, maybe not for the Ducks, but certainly the San Diego goals need because both the Ducks and the goals were abysmal in defense. Do I think Luno could eventually make the Ducks? Maybe not on a full-time basis, but I think he could wind up being one of those tweeners that's really good in the American Hockey League with further development and could get a cup of coffee in the National Hockey League, at least as far as I've seen so far. Like, for me personally, I love his active stick. I love his hockey IQ. He has done a tremendous job at blocking shots, at making sure he protects his goalie. Gee, imagine that, having a defenseman that will go all out to protect their goaltender. Who in the world would think to do that on this franchise, right? Well, maybe with some more development and maybe a certain discipline instilled in him, I could see him doing well in San Diego down the line. I was hoping he would be a black ace for San Diego this season, but that's obviously not going to happen. And, you know, none of the Quebec guys are going to make it i uh, got to talk about uh, Quebec Rempar really quickly. Um, Quebec Quebec has looked, you know, pretty unstoppable right now. Okay, maybe more than a little unstoppable. 
Um, Nathan Gauthier has had a terrific postseason so far. He got two points in his last game so far in this playoff. Five and five, ten points. So here's where we're at as far as playoffs are concerned. Uh, the Quebec Rampart, they just swept the Oceanic Rimouski in four games. So they move on. We don't know who they're going to play. Sherbrooke Phoenix, they swept Drummondville. We don't know who they're going to play. The Gatineau Olympique, they also won in a four-game sweep. And in the other series, so far, Halifax is winning that series. It might be the Halifax Mooseheads. So as far as the following round, we're going to see one of those Ducks prospects make it to the championship round. I don't know who I'm going to pick out of that yet because Quebec, 8-0. Sherbrooke, 8-0. Gatineau, 8-1. They all look really good. So I think what I'm going to focus on, especially in the next couple of weeks, is I'm really going to try to make more of a concerted focus on the junior leagues, particularly the Western Hockey League, and I think the Quebec League as well, because there are some interesting prospects in the Quebec League. So that's going to be my goal for the next couple of weeks is focus much more on that. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this particular podcast. Next time out, we're going to have a goals podcast. Then I'm going to do my former ducks in the playoffs and my predictions that I promise I made these predictions days ago. I filled out a bracket. And normally I do that with Sarah Avampado, but she's no longer on the network. So it'll be just me talking for about 20 minutes, giving my Stanley Cup predictions. And that's it. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Amazon Music. It is free on there without ads. So check us out on Amazon Music. Uh, you could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And once again, if you want to drop me a line, you could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. I won't be home for a couple days. So this will come out midday Saturday, the mailbag episode. So drop your questions on the email. And once again, thanks for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and ducks fly together. <laughs>